Hi everyone, uh, this is Mark and this is the Mark Hastings Experience and uh, in this podcast uh, I'm going to be talking about everything from poetry to films to uh, TV shows to books and about uh, anything and everything that inspires me and uh, I hope you like what you hear. Hi everyone, this is Mark, and welcome to another episode of the Mark Hastings Experience. And in this episode, um, I'm going to be talking about one of my favourite TV shows. Um, uh, it's uh, it's a, a strange TV show, um, and I say it's strange uh, because uh, when you watch a series uh, like the one I'm going to talk about today, and you look at the world uh, that we're living in now, in at the uh, the first part of 2021, and then you look back at the events that transpired in 2020, and you may ask yourself, are we actually living in a real life episode of this TV show? And it's something that I've heard a lot of people talk about. And I've seen a lot of discussion about it online. Uh, because the TV show that I'm talking about today uh, is the TV show Black Mirror. Uh, which you may have heard of. Uh, which you may have seen. Um, and the way to describe it, uh, as it is described um, uh, on some websites um, and uh, in some uh, literature is to describe it as an anthology series um, that explores uh, a twisted high-tech multiverse where humanity's greatest innovations and darkest instincts collide. Um, so essentially, it is a, uh, a series um, that is this dystopian science fiction uh, anthology of episodes uh, which uh, has now uh, which now consists of I believe um, 22 episodes uh, now um, and uh, the the series first uh, started off um, and uh, was first created and developed by uh, Charlie Brooker, uh, who's a, a British writer and producer. Um, and it first uh, premiered um, on uh, Channel 4 uh, here in the UK uh, back in uh, December of 2011. Um, and actually the first two series um, were, were shown uh uh, on Channel 4 here in the UK uh, before the series was picked up um, and uh, by uh, Netflix in its third season and um, it has subsequently um, been shown exclusively uh, on Netflix um, and uh, it's a because it's a dystopian science fiction anthology um, every episode of the series uh, all tell their own separate story, 
Um, but one thing that has been alluded to by writers and producers of the series is that um, many of the the episodes take place in the same universe of stories, you could say. So they take place in the same fictional world. And most of the time, um, uh, the episodes are set uh, in a, a future era. Um, sometimes they they depict what uh, we might think of as a as a modern era. Um, but a lot of the the episodes um, are very satirical. Um, in the way that they um, comment on modern day um, uh, talking points um, and uh, the way that we uh, interact with technology. Um, and that is at the heart of the series, in fact. Um, the, the, the entire concept um, of, of the series... Um, as described by uh, the uh, the main writer and producer and the creator Charlie Brooker uh, is um, to to quote Charlie Brooker is that imagine if technology is a drug and it does feel like a drug, then what precisely are the side effects? This area between delight and discomfort is where Black Mirror my new drama series is set the black mirror of the title is the one you'll find on every wall on every desk in the palm of every hand the cold shiny screen of a tv a monitor a smartphone so as i was saying um a lot of the episodes of black mirror focus on uh uh our interactions with technology and the the side effects uh, as a result of that um so essentially the episodes of black mirror and the entire series uh is um is a commentary on how much technology has become so integrated and essential to our daily lives and um the episodes of Black Mirror predispose a possible future, a possible reality, when the integration of technology into our lives becomes even more profound. Um, essentially, to the degree um, that technology becomes a part of, is not only something that we interact with physically, but it is something that is um inbuilt into us and is even um uh is is something that we carry around with us within our bodies and um and a lot of uh people see um a lot of um similarities uh real life similarities um to uh some of the technology that is shown in certain episodes of Black Mirror. Um, in um, some of the real-life uh, experiments and uh, products that are being developed, um, such as um, 
the uh, the Neuralink uh, implant um, that uh, Elon Musk, um, uh, his uh, one of his companies has been developing, uh, which is um, this um, this implant that um, when it is uh, um, eventually mass produced uh, will be implanted into uh, the brain of, of someone, um, and, uh, may eventually lead to, um, the, um, a, a sort of, uh, cure or a sort of, uh, a sort of, um, way to bypass, um, um, certain damage that has occurred within the brain, um, by the, the implantation of these uh, fiber fiber um, uh, nodes uh, into certain parts of the brain that could uh, help to um, help people that have um, Alzheimer's or any kind of serious uh, brain injury um, and could uh, find a way for certain people who have a severe brain injuries to restore um certain motor functions and um this neuralink uh, implant is just one of the the many real life um uh um things that have been developed that when you look at those real life representations and you compare them to the uh the implants and the the technology that we see uh dramatized within the series black mirror we see that the um the division between reality and uh fantasy is becoming a a wall that is paper thin uh if you catch my meaning um which uh by that i mean that uh reality is catching up with fantasy anything that we can imagine um will soon become a a reality uh especially when it's uh you're we're talking about um a series that um ha- talked about the integration of technology into us into our body so in essentially we come um and a lot of people have have talked about this very um prominent uh, science fiction writers uh, going back decades have talked about the possibility that at one point the human race would become a race of cyborgs uh, uh, essentially where um, we, man and uh, machine would become um, uh, one and the same and of course when the first when the the idea of um, cyborgs um, was uh, invented at a time when technology was not as advanced as it is now. Um, it was at a time before we had uh, things such as laptops or tablets or mobile phones. But um, in this day and age where anybody who is anybody um, has a mobile phone, they have this black mirror this black screen that they hold in their hands that uh, can show them 
anything that they that they they wish to to see or know about and that is um in constant communication with a vast network and anybody can talk to anybody in the entire world and um you know people have become addicted to their their phones their smartphones addicted to technology um and that's um and one thing that black mirror does is that it takes that um modern concept of people being attached to technology and takes it one step further and it and it it asks the question of if this is the present what will be the future what will be the what will be the side effects um of our um even even further integration of t- technology into our lives um but uh and it does ask some serious questions black mirror but it is also humorous um in uh, in in lots of ways um uh certain uh certain episodes and certain scenes within those episodes show a very um as i said very satirical um take on society but also um there's some uh some black comedy in there um uh which uh comes out of the the drama that some some of the the characters go through um but it is there are some episodes that are really um really touching and really um real real favorites uh of mine and of a lot of people um and it they are all, they're all cautionary tales or of the episodes um th- uh throughout every series of black mirror um they they usually consist of three episodes um usually ranging from an hour to uh 90 minutes um and uh or thereabouts and um each one is different it takes on a uh a a certain subject um and uh it is all to do mostly to do with um technology as i was saying and how um how our interactions with it uh may proceed down the line as we go further uh but it's also about control how uh human race can easily be controlled uh by technology um how we are at um uh um we are constantly being uh influenced by it um in in so many ways um whether it's uh down to whether it's um when the the episodes uh in question are talking about um things to do with social media or the way that um we use technology or how we may use technology in the future to to make ourselves look a certain way or act a certain way or how um over time um the military may use technology to 
advance um, soldiers um, and how much uh, virtual reality may become a um, an integral um, essential part of of life um, and black mirror is uh, is a TV series that has attracted uh, a lot of incredible actors to it um, who have played some some very um, memorable characters uh, in the series um, such actors as uh, Bryce Dallas Howard uh, Hayley Atwell um, Christine uh, Miloti John Hamm uh, Michaela Cole uh, Letitia Wright uh, Kelly MacDonald um, Wyatt Russell um, Jerome Flynn uh, Rosemary DeWitt uh, Rory Kinnear uh, Rafe Spall um, so many so many incredible actors um, who have taken on roles that are uh, synonymous um, with the world of, of Black Mirror and um, some of the greatest episodes I think uh, are ones that uh, have a story within them that you uh, could never predict the the outcome of um, and um, one of the the most uh, heralded episodes um, uh, well there's so many heralded episodes it, the one thing about black mirror is it has been universally heralded as one of the one of the best TV shows ever made because it takes on subjects that uh, um, certain other uh, anthology series um, have taken on, but they their um, stories don't hit home as much as some of the the stories um, uh, depicting depicted within Black Mirror. And there's one series, um, one episode within the series um, called "The Entire History of You" that really stands out. Um, and it was written by uh, Jesse Armstrong, and essentially, it's a um, it's it's an episode about a couple um, uh, that are um, having problems, um, as a lot of couples do. Um, but this couple, uh, as many uh, people have in the world, that and at the time that is depicted within the episode, uh, have uh, implanted within them a technology called a grain, uh, which records people's audiovisual senses, um, which essentially allows people to rewatch their memories, or uh, and they're also able to share uh, what they see, what they've heard with other people. Uh, it's a very interesting uh, concept that um, you can literally scrutinize um, the memories uh, of other people. And um, in this episode, uh, the uh, which uh, uh, stars um, uh, Toby uh, Kebble, 
uh, as uh, a lawyer, uh, Liam, uh, and uh, Jodie uh, Whittaker, uh, who plays uh, his wife, Fionn. Uh, and we see uh, Liam um, uh, over the, the course of a, a dinner party becoming uh, jealous and paranoid after seeing his wife's interactions with a friend of hers called Jonas, who's played by Tom Cullen. And um, this leads him to scrutinise uh, uh, his memories um, and uh, he asks to see Fionn's uh, memories uh, when he um, confronts her about uh, what she saw and how she felt and who um, uh, who her her friend Jonas is to her um, and a lot of the and it's set in a in a future uh, time uh, around uh, 2050 I believe and it's uh, it's a very serious uh, story um, and uh, it's also very sad in a way because he has all these uh, um, these this gel this is jealousy that this this, uh, um, this man has and uh, he and he has to see the interactions between him and his wife who constantly says there's nothing there you know you're being paranoid there's nothing there but um then he at the end of the episode uh uh in an uh he he goes uh and he finds a way to uh replay um uh the memories um uh, of his wife and he spots a memory of Jonas looking at Fionn in bed um, and he asks Fionn about it and she lies um, but uh, then uh, um, he actually witnesses uh, um, Fionn have uh, uh, unprotected uh, sex with Jonas and uh, around the time that um uh around the time that uh their child uh Jody um uh was born um and um this leads uh this leads him to uh demand that uh, she replay her memories which she does and uh he discovers the uh uh the affair that happened and then at the end of the episode uh and in an empty house we see Liam rewatching memories of uh Fion and uh and Jody and and we see him using a razor blade and tweezers to remove his his grain. So um yeah we uh in this episode it's it's kind of the the old adage um uh be careful what you wish for and uh the more you dig the more you find 
the more unhappy you may you may be and sometimes it's best to to live um in ignorance um but um because because uh of course this was the end of uh in this episode it was the end of their relationship uh of liam and fion um because it was something that happened um and uh of course Fionn must have tried to put it behind her but uh because uh Liam picked up on all these signals between um Fionn um and Jonas uh that he was led to escape more and uh that's what led him to finding out about their affair so as i say technology um it's uh the more integrated it can become the more you can do things with technology and art and biological interaction with technology the more it starts to ask questions about should you if you're given the option of implanting technology within you should you and um what will be the side effects of it um but there are some also some also very um uh special episodes of um of black mirror um a lot of them are all great episodes um even though they they tell uh, a dark um mostly a dark depiction of um of technology and where it may go one day um and our interactions with it there are some episodes uh like the episode uh, Be Right Back that was in uh, series 2 um, of uh, of the series and it tells the story of um, a young woman uh, whose boyfriend um, the young woman is called uh, Martha played by the uh, the great actress uh, Hayley Atwell uh, her boyfriend uh, Ash Starmer who's played by uh, Domhnall Gleeson uh, it tells the story of this young woman whose boyfriend is killed in a car accident. Um, and as she mourns him, uh, she discovers that um, technology has been developed that can allow her to communicate with an artificial intelligence uh, that can uh, imitate Ash uh, perfectly. Um, and uh, at the beginning of the this process it simply allows um uh Hayley Atwell's character Martha to talk to um this artificial uh artificial intelligence recreation of Ash via voice um um but then uh over the course of the the episode there is uh, an upgrade um, that uh, that allows uh, this artificial intelligence to be uh, in- downloaded into a robotic version of um, of her of Martha's uh, boyfriend Ash, um, who looks exactly like Ash did in appearance in every way um and uh and 
for um and all of this uh the the entire um psychological um makeup of the both the artificial intelligence uh um before um they became this android this android uh and um afterwards of course it was all based um on uh on a person's um profile uh which they they slowly but surely create um with their interactions uh with um social media uh such as uh uh twitter posts um that could uh um be created um uh to mimic a dead person um and um this actually does start out like that it's more um it it's more a way for martha to interact with her dead boyfriend r- via uh text then it's via voice and then eventually uh, an android uh recreation of her uh her boyfriend um and she's happy to have this interaction once again but um eventually uh martha um decides to take um this artificial um artificial creation of her boyfriend um the android version um to a cliff and orders him to jump off um and uh, as he begins to follow her martha expresses her frustration that uh ash would not simply have obeyed and uh he the android version of ash begs for his life and um and at the end of this at the episode several years later we see that martha's daughter um um at her birthday um uh martha keeps ash um ash in the locked in the attic and only allows her daughter to see the android on weekends uh but she makes an exception for her birthday and her daughter chats away to um the android version of ash while martha stands at the bottom of the attic steps and forces herself to join them um because essentially at the beginning she was happy that she could have this back and forth with her dead boyfriend but um she uh naturally starts to see um him for what he is um and then eventually she she just decides to um to to that uh anything is better than nothing and to even though he's not her boyfriend he's um he has ha- he has been having and he does have a a positive effect um on uh, her daughter and um and yeah it's uh, and it asks another question whether if you could bring back someone who has passed on would you in any way shape or form if you could if you could have one last moment one last time whether you could if they were to walk a dead 
uh, boyfriend, girlfriend, friend, partner, parent who you lost could just come walking back through the door like nothing happened? Would you do that if you had the opportunity? And it's as essentially again, it's it's a question that everybody has asked there, and they ask they they pine when they mourn for someone who they've lost that they just wish they could just come back that they could talk to them and um again it's it's uh an, a demonstration of be careful what you wish for and um yeah and there's so many uh so many episodes like that so many episodes that really stand out such as um uh um how uh elections will could potentially be um influenced by technology um could a uh, for example could a an artificial character um that doesn't even exist could they run potentially run uh as a as as a candidate in an election and um in the episode one of the episodes of black mirror it asks the question and it answers it by yes that is that is a possibility that a uh that a celebrity an artificial celebrity could be uh more appealing than an actual person and um as we've witnessed in a lot of most recent uh elections um a lot of people uh vote based on the uh base base their vote on the character of um of someone uh who's running for election and they may uh say all the right things they may look the part they may promise uh the earth but when it comes to actually doing the job that they uh that needs to be done realistically are they capable can a celebrity truly be capable of doing the best job um and um who knows uh <laughs> uh essentially you would think uh no um because um uh, I think it takes like takes a lot to become a politician, and usually it's only politicians that uh, run for election um, and who uh, know how uh, how powerful um, uh, their uh, decisions can be on uh, entire uh, society, and uh, whether uh, it and. Uh, yeah it's it's it asks a question of um uh why people vote and uh what makes them vote and um who knows what will happen uh in the future whether we'll we'll see other uh celebrities run for election and uh what will be the repercussions of that and um there're also uh many other episodes um that talk about um where uh interactions between people are going to go and there's one episode in particular uh called 
nosedive, um, which was uh, um, which was uh, the teleplay of it was written by uh, Michael Schur and uh, Rashida Jones, um, and it uh, it stars Bryce Dallas Howard as uh, Lacey, and it tells the story of. Uh, a time when uh, people's interactions with one another uh, um, are done um, mostly uh, just how we would uh, use um, uh, social media to rate or like uh, or um give some kind of significance to a post uh, such as a, a picture and how um, someone's social status um, which is something that people can log into and see visually uh, uh, when some, when you approach someone you can see if they are uh, ha- ha- they are a particular social status um they have a a particular rating and depending on your rating could uh depict um could influence if you are able to get a flight on a on a on an airplane for example or whether you could uh um get access to a certain restaurant or and it's all about how um socially obsessed people are with appearances and how uh if we keep going the way we're going and we keep if interactions that we have only become um ones that are like we have on the internet on social media sites how um uh how hollow those interactions uh are and what they mean and um i suppose in this day and age when uh we're living in a world that is all online a lot of our interactions are done with our mobile phones um whether it's by uh paying for something or uh getting a a taxi or talking to one another everything's done with our mobile phones or with our mobile devices so when when you look at an episode such as nosedive um uh which uh which really depicts a world that um has seen uh things like ratings and uh, social status and the that the importance of that on on uh a great deal of uh society um and how it uh, could run run away with itself uh if left unchecked um is something that we you you could easily see become a reality um and that's one of the the genius things about uh, a series like Black Mirror is that it is a social critique of our modern world 
but because uh, of certain events that have transpired within the modern world um, and because we are constantly even more um, um, in need of our technology to interact with the world um, I mean you can't even uh, you can't even apply for a job unless you do so online or if you have uh, an email address or and most of the um, uh, in you don't even have interviews in some cases anymore you submit your uh, CV um, uh, to a particular company and they just get back to you via email and say no you're you're not what we were looking for and you're not uh, you're not fit for it for the job that you've uh, applied for and that's the end of that you don't even get a chance to be interviewed for a job anymore in some cases so the the you can see uh, slowly but surely that um um mobile interactions have become um, a thing of uh, un- no longer just a thing of the the future or of uh, literature or um, more of the imagination. They are a reality, and they are the world that we live in. As is um, uh, our um, obsession with online. Um, a lot of people's obsession with online gaming. Um, and there's a there's an episode of uh, Black Mirror, um, in which uh, two uh, car- two friends um, uh, start um, interacting with one another uh, uh, via a uh, via a game, and um, they are able to depict. Uh, um, virtual versions of themselves that can look um, any way that they would uh, they would like to look. Uh, they could be of a, a specific uh, a specific race, a specific colour, a specific gender. So a man, a black man, uh, could become a. Uh, an uh, Asian uh, woman, or uh, vice versa, um, and um, the in the uh, the episode in question I'm talking about um, the, uh, the the two friends uh, start having a uh, an online relation uh, affair, basically with one another via this their interactions with this game and. Uh, even though, and it only happens within uh, the the online world, um, be it in, in reality, they, it, nothing happens, uh, but it's all an online existence, and that is predisposing um, a potential future of online uh, sexuality and our own and our future. Uh, sexual interactions and relationships and um there's also one episode where um uh they're talking about like s- the speed dating uh phenomenon um where uh you uh um 
and they're talking about essentially about the the inner workings of how uh these dating apps work um and uh you, you see um characters uh go um it's basically a love story uh this episode it's called um uh hang the dj and uh they two characters uh that uh see one another continuously um and um it's uh it turns out that a lot of it um a lot of the the episode is happens within the the split second um that uh two people are connected one another based on an algorithm uh within um the this dating um app um and um how certain dating apps uh link up um different people and um what are the what's the potential uh ramifications if uh certain people were to in- interact with one another and it's a it's a great um it's a great episode uh pra- uh a lot, a lot of the critics have praised it as the as uh, the tinder like uh online dating service technology um because uh it uh it has this um this 99.8 success rate and uh it's uh heralded as the ultimate compatible uh um other so it's able to um make these uh the the pairings that it, it uh that it uh, recommends to be uh ones that are uh, um are going to be uh, uh perfect but in if anybody anybody knows anything about online dating via apps or anything like that you you know that uh uh depending on what you put into your profiles um and you could put anything in there you could look a certain way or say you're interested in certain things or whatever and um based and and it's all uh the 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 choices that you you get and the the pairings that are presented to you are all based upon the algorithm uh as a a uh, an analysis of what you've inputted and um as the the system in the episode collects data from uh all the um uh the uh the encounters that uh we see uh see in the episode uh, supposed to ultimately bring you back to the one that is the the one one for you um so it's a great critique on the uh on the online dating uh phenomenon and uh so many other great episodes uh such as uh USS Callister which is uh, a take on um on the uh fandom of a of a particular uh science fiction tv series uh called uh star trek and i being a, a star trek fan uh when i watched this i instantly uh knew that it was inspired by star trek you have this character 
um, who um, uh, is obsessed with this uh, this TV show that um, he's been obsessed with, and he has VHS tapes of uh, DVDs, Blu-rays, um, but who is um, kind of a, a psychopath. Uh, because uh, he's someone who develops um, these uh, popular, massive multiplayer online games, uh, and he's developing one um, at the t- at the time of this episode takes place. Um, but he uh, has a uh, a piece of technology that allows him to um, create uh, sentient digital clones of his co-workers. Uh, by getting a sample of their DNA, uh, whether it's via a a coffee cup or um, or uh, just anything, and he's able to um, to take take this DNA and create these clones and input the the clones that he's created into a a virtual world that is set within the the same fictional world as this uh, science fiction uh um series that he's obsessed with um uh called uh space fleet and um and we see these digital characters constantly attempting to try and get away from this uh the character of uh robert daly who's played by uh jesse plemons uh who's a great character he plays a really great uh um oh yeah very disturbing character um but a great character in the fact that he he's kind of like the king of his own domain when he's not at work and he's not being um uh he's not having to interact with people in the real world who can constantly deride him or don't see him in such a way um, and he's very reclusive, but when he's in the, the the game that he's created, this virtual world that he's created, he's the captain of the ship, the captain of the USS Callister, and he's able to do things to these uh, digital versions of his co-workers uh, that are, um, as I say, very psychopathic. Uh, he's very cruel. Um, but uh, in the end, the the characters win him over. They they because they're virtual recreations. They band together and they use their uh, uh, intellect, combined intellect, to get over, um, get one over of uh, on uh, Robert Daly, and uh, they use the technology against him to um, uh, to uh, as a a way to get back at him and uh yeah it's a great episode um but the standout episode that a lot of people herald as one of the best episodes of the series uh has to be um San Junipero um and it's a standout episode of uh of Black Mirror uh for lots of reasons and once again uh, as in a lot of episodes, it tells the story of a virtual reality, uh, and it, um, in the world of uh, Black Mirror, it uh, seems to uh, believe that um, as time goes on, 
our reliance on virtual reality will become more prominent part of our lives and uh you could definitely see that uh uh coming especially now in the day and age we live now when uh we're surrounded by a pandemic uh a lot of people are not allowed to go out a lot of shops and stores are 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 closed and people can't interact with one another physically you could see if uh a potential a technology were to be released now where people could interact with one another in a virtual reality um, world um, and they could do anything that people would probably choose not to go out. They'd just stay at home and interact with each other uh, online like a lot of people are doing now. Um, And uh, the longer this pandemic goes on, the more people are going to become reliant on certain forms of technology to uh both entertain themselves and interact with each other um so uh it's kind of like we could see the potential beginnings of a black mirror kind of a world coming out of um out of the the horrific events that uh are happening right now and and perhaps that's the reason why charlie brooker has said that uh he didn't really want to make uh a new series of black mirror now because we're kind of like living in the black mirror uh world um because it's so it a lot of uh what we see around the world now feels very dystopian very black mirror like um so uh yeah you could understand why he wouldn't want to um set uh, make a, a new season of the TV show uh, uh, um, at a point now because we we know what it's like to be to be living in a world that uh, is uh, is not the not the greatest. But one thing that uh, living in this world is that uh, we are we are becoming more reliant on technology for our interactions, and that really does play into the story into the universe of Black Mirror. But as I was saying, one episode that stands out that is um that tells uh a tale of how technology um could um could make people eternal in such a way. But it also asks some very important questions about who is a person and can a person still live on if they are just ones and zeros, basically, if they're only data, um, and what uh, what is left after you die, um, and San Junipero is um, an episode about old age, um, basically, um, and it's. Uh, it's an episode that uh, just hits home for a lot of people because when we first get introduced to the characters of the episode, um, we don't realise that uh, who we're looking at are, in fact, elderly um, people in the real world, uh, one of whom is a, uh, a paraplegic uh, who is in a in a coma uh, and who has been in a coma 
um, uh, for a number of years since she was uh, since she was in a, a car accident, and we see uh, two characters uh, meet one another um, within the uh, the this place uh, called uh, San Junipero, and it's is a place where you can you can live um after you die basically you your uh your in your memories uh, and any uh any part of your identity uh can become uh uploaded into this uh this beach resort town uh, reality named San Junipero where you can live a simulated reality after you die and there are several different uh, periods within it um, such as um, the 1980s the 1990s um, and we get introduced to a character called Yorkie who's played by uh, Mackenzie Davis um, and the, the character of Kelly, played by uh, uh, Gugu uh, Mabatha Raw. Um, and they meet one another. Um, and when we first see them, they're young. They look like they're in their, their, their 20s. Um, and the place we, we see seems to be this seemingly paradise-like beach resort town but the more that the as the episode progresses we find out that in fact this is just a virtual reality that elderly people use uh as a way to um to uh visit their young uh, their a time when they were younger um but as I was saying in reality uh away from the simulated reality in the real world uh the character of Yorkie um uh is uh, a paraplegic um and uh she was paralyzed uh, when she was 21 uh after a car crash um and uh, she wishes to be euthanized and to live in San Junipero permanently. Whereas uh, the character of Kelly is just visiting San Junipero and uh, doesn't believe because she was married previously. And she believes that when you're dead, you're dead. You pass on. There's nothing after that. Um, and that the people that... Uh, live in San Junipero permanently um, that's not living that's something else that she uh, objects to at the be- at the beginning but when she meets Yorkie she changes her mind and and they have this beautiful relationship with one another um, and uh, it's uh, it's a really perfect episode and the music within it uh, one of the the songs that um, that plays, which is essential to the entire episode, 
uh, is the song Heaven is a Place on Earth by Belinda Carlisle. And it's a song that we hear multiple times throughout the episode, especially at the end. Um, and it really does ask us to um, ask a question about what we would like to happen to us after death and what does it mean um, if we if we uh, choose to uh, to try and um, live on after death and um, and if technology could allow us to live on after after we die uh, should we should we uh, venture uh, there but um yeah San Junipero uh it's one of the standout episodes of uh of Black Mirror um because it's it's so hopeful it's so optimistic um um even though it asks questions such as uh if you're if you're dead and you upload yourself into a virtual reality, is that still you? And what will be the repercussions of that? What will your family members um, think? Um, do you have the right to choose what happens to you? And yeah, it's uh, that's that's a great thing about Black Mirror is that it asks questions, it gives potential answers, but the real answer lies within each of us and how we um how we react based on our own particular beliefs um and uh that's always the, it's a great thing um it's like committing a crime uh some episodes throughout the the series uh one in which there's a there's a, a car accident and someone uh, who believes they have a, they have got away with it, um, but who continues to think about it? But then, when there's a, an investigation, um, because uh, and via uh, the the gift of technology, uh, they are able to be tracked down and um, and brought to justice. Um, then there's uh, there's an episode called Archangel, um, where a a mother uh loses her 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 daughter and uh she uh um she has uh this technology um put into her daughter so that she can she can see where she is and she can track her on her tablet computer at all times um and she can filter out uh sensory um stimuli such as things such as a, a barking dog or something that might upset her daughter um so she can she can put all these uh these uh visual sensors on in her visual uh um uh periphery uh so that she doesn't become uh affected by it and it uh it asks the question of whether we have a right or parents have a right to to filter out certain things uh from from children or whether they sh we should just allow them to um to interact with the world and and be affected by the world and 
so it could it could be seen as a as a a uh, as a commentary on how uh some people like want to censor everything and they want to protect their children but as a result they there might be some adverse uh uh effects to that and uh, uh at the end of that episode uh um which was directed by uh, the actress uh, Jodie Foster. Um, the uh, the the daughter in question um, uh, 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 p- places um, uh, a lot of uh, a lot of hate uh, on her mother for what she's done. Um, and she's able to finally deactivate the filter that uh, her mother has placed on her her most of her life um and she she runs away and uh but now because it's uh the filter's been deactivated um uh, her daughter runs away uh and uh she's unable to to track her any longer uh so yeah great uh great deal of uh questions asked and um potential answers uh um uh depicted um but yeah i could go on and on and on talking about uh black mirror um it's such an interesting uh concept it's such an interesting series and the the episodes are so thought-provoking and that is one of the the great gifts of any every tv show is to be thought-provoking to be memorable and there are certainly some incredibly memorable and thought-provoking episodes and concepts within black mirror and uh i uh, i always enjoy watching watching them and um and uh i uh i just hope uh here soon that this real life uh black mirror that we're all living within uh uh, has a happy conclusion one of these days um because uh uh yeah it's a it's a strange world that we live in at the moment um and i could see uh i could definitely see a world and uh and a future in which some of the technologies that we see uh within black mirror become a reality and uh they become um picked up on and used by a lot of people because of the the adverse uh um events that uh, people have to live through but um yeah great series um you can uh, you can check it out on on netflix um it's a, it's a series that um has a lot of episodes some not they're not for everybody not every episode is for everybody but um there are some concepts within the episodes that really do hit home and really have a great commentary on the on the world that we live in um now especially now probably more so than when the series first came out actually in 2011 um and uh yeah I love I love the and I've always loved the the cautionary tales uh that uh, certain series 
uh, depict, um, even if there are alternative um, a presence, um, a, or an alternative uh, view of the present day, um, because it uh, and cautionary tales they're they're cautionary tales for a reason. They're saying that even though it's great to have technology, it's great to have the, the to to be uh, of a certain social standing or to have so many followers or likes or everything you can become so obsessed about appearance for example or having this uh, this seamless instant contact and integration with technology that it seems great in uh, on the drawing board uh, and when it's in its earliest uh, stage of development uh, but the more it progresses um, the more it can take over and the more we can become reliant on something and uh, uh, really we just need to use technology as a tool not as something that uh, completely rules our lives but uh, as I was saying in this day and age uh, we kind of do rely on technology uh, a lot far more than we would like to maybe but um it's just the way of the world and uh it's just how it is but yeah i think we'll leave it there for now um i just want to say uh if you haven't seen uh an episode of black mirror definitely try and check it out anywhere you can um mostly on uh, netflix it's a great place to go and check out the episodes um or on dvd um um and uh yeah enjoy so I'm going to leave it there for now. just want to say thank you for listening. I uh, hope you like what you heard. And I'll talk to you again soon. If you like what you heard in uh, this episode of uh, the Mark Hastings Experience. Um, and if you want to check out some more of my poetry. Um, then you, uh, you can head over to markthepoet.me. Uh, which is my website and you'll find uh, lots of the poems that I've written over the years um, you want to uh, check out some of my poetry uh, in uh, book form uh, and go to Amazon and you'll find um, all 10 of my books that I've had published um, they're all books of poetry um, uh, books of stories uh, books of uh, memories and uh, experiences um, and there'll be more to come and uh, if you would love to um, contribute uh, to uh, to the podcast then you can do so by heading over to Patreon and searching for Mark the Poet and uh, your, uh, your support would be greatly appreciated um, but uh, as I was saying, I hope you liked what you heard in this uh, episode, um, and I'll talk to you again soon.